It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast, the show that's so nice we do it twice. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on social media, the former NFL offensive lineman. He is at FG underscore Dolan. Check out all his work at fantasypoints.com using the code 22FEAST. Together, you can check out the social media highlights of the show at Ross Tucker Pod or youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We start. Joe, with the Chargers in Arizona to take on the Cardinals. So, um, obviously, the Cardinals, as we record this podcast, it's it's hard to say exactly what to expect. Is Kyler Murray going to play? I don't think so. Is Hollywood Brown going to play? That's a question. What's the status of Rondale Moore and Greg Dortch? Rondale Moore hurt his groin on Monday night. Greg Dortch hurt his thumb on Monday night. It's going to be a lot of targets for DeAndre Hopkins. That's what I know uh, about the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, James Conner is kind of the same guy, just a lesser version of the guy from last year. Don't expect him to average four yards per carry. Just hope he gets into the end zone. That's kind of what he did. I'm not really expecting a lot. You know, Colt McCoy got benched in that game, obviously. You know, Trace McSorley comes in at the end when it's out of reach. Keep an eye on the status of Hollywood Brown because all of a sudden, with Zach Ertz hurt, Rondale Moore hurt, Greg Dortch hurt, this is a place that has a lot of targets available. I didn't. He was a top 10 wide receiver before DeAndre Hopkins came back, before he got hurt. Didn't look like that was going to be the case with all the weapons that the Cardinals had, but with all these injuries, Hollywood Brown's status is going to be hugely important uh, to this game against the Chargers. I would agree. What about... The Chargers on offense. Mike Williams got dinged up again. Yeah, um, apparently not serious, but an aggravation of a high ankle sprain never makes me feel good. Uh, Ross, I'm an idiot. Let, let, let's just put put it this way. One hour before Sunday night football, I looked at across at my matchup in a tight league. I'm eight. I was eight and two. You know, I haven't won this league since the Cretaceous period. And it's my longest-term league with my friends, and not winning it is painful to me. Painful. My opponent had Patrick Mahomes. I had Kadarius Toney in my lineup, and I'm like, ha-ha, look at this. Mike Williams is back. Keenan Allen's back. I got Joshua Palmer in my lineup. But I got Marquez Valdez-Scantling on my bench. And my opponent's got Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have, you know, Nicole Hardman. He doesn't have Juju Smith-Schuster. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to protect myself against Patrick Mahomes going off in this game, and I'm going to sub out Joshua Palmer for Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You idiot! I would have won had I started Joshua Palmer. Now, of course, I did not anticipate Mike Williams getting hurt, but I had to acknowledge the possibility. He's coming off an injury. Keenan Allen was coming off an injury. I made a horrible move. Joshua Palmer, as a healthy option here, has Justin Herbert's trust. I don't expect Mike Williams will play this week. So Josh Palmer, he is a guy who I'm interested in this week. Now, the thing that's interesting about this matchup is Arizona's got some secondary issues. Byron Murphy's missed the last two games. Is he going to play? If he doesn't, this is looking like a pretty great matchup for Keenan Allen, who, again, could aggravate the hamstring at any time. But overall, I thought he looked good. And him 
turning on the Jets to catch up to that deep ball towards the end of that game, which should have set up the game-winning touchdown, we know what happened after that, was a good sign for Keenan Allen's health, in my opinion. What about the Raiders and the Seahawks, Joe? The Raiders are one of those teams now who is a two-man fantasy show. I mean, I, I guess you can play Mac Hollins. The Seahawks defense has been playing really well uh, of late. Tariq Woolen, the cornerback, is a revelation. You're playing Devontae Adams and you're playing Josh Jacobs. The only other guy, there's two guys, I mean, you can consider Derek Carr. He's a mediocre streamer this week. Matt Collins, if you need five catches for 50 yards, can give it to you. And Foster Moreau, maybe if you need a tight end, but I've been disappointed in his production. Uh, Just one for 33 against the Broncos in a game that went to overtime was disappointing to me. The Raiders are just kind of a boring team for me right now. Not a team that I'm getting overly excited about on any level. Um, But at least you do know Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, they're going to bring it every week for you. Um, How about the Seahawks offensively coming off the bye? Yeah, so uh, welcome back, Ken Walker. In each of the last five weeks, the Raiders' defense has allowed a back-to-post 100 yards from scrimmage, a touchdown, or both. And they notably were the get-well defense for Jonathan Taylor two weeks ago when the Colts' star running back ran for 147 yards and a score. This is a big spot for Ken Walker. We've got the Seahawks giving three and a half, so they're they're favored. Also great for Ken Walker. Love that he's coming off the bye, going to have a little bit of fresh legs. And then for Seattle, I mean, Geno Smith's been a solid QB1. You play DK Metcalf, you play Tyler Lockett every week. It's kind of funny how everything has translated beautifully from the Russell Wilson days. You play the quarterback, you play the receivers, you play the running back here. Everything else is just kind of along for the ride. Next up, we've got the Rams at the Chiefs. Unbelievable. The Rams cut Daryl Henderson, their starting running back. I mean, obviously, we're not playing very many Rams, Joe, but what if any. is there anything to say? 14 and a half point underdogs. Matthew Stafford's in concussion protocol. We don't know who the quarterback. I don't, I'm not sure it matters. Daryl Henderson, this is so weird. The 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 Sean McVay doghouse and, and how it emerges. Henderson Ross started that game for the Rams, played the first four snaps, carried the ball two times for nine yards, and then didn't see another snap, and now he's cut. Like, what did he do on those four snaps that resulted in him not just getting benched, but being cut? Gotta be something else. It has to be. Um now, this is from Jordan Rodrigue of The Athletic. You know Jordan's work. She does an amazing job. Used to cover Penn State for the Senator Daily Times, Ross. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, she did. Um, uh, that's how I know Jordan from back in the day. Anyway, this is from her. When the Rams traded up to draft Kyron Williams this spring, the sentiment behind the scenes is that he would take over Henderson's role at some point. The staff is high on Williams, who was hurt through the first part of the season. Didn't see an in-season cut coming, though. But the problem is with these Rams, I mean, Tutu Atwell made a play for him. Allen Robinson caught a short touchdown. Yay. John, is it going to be John Wolford who has a sore neck? Is it going to be Bryce Perkins? There's too many unque- unanswered questions here for the Rams, but the answers we have gotten have been freaking terrible. So I want nothing to do with this team this week. Chiefs are really spreading it around, Joe, other than uh, Kelsey. Yeah, they are. Um, Kadarius Tony. I mean, oh. Oh, oh! we had him ranked in the top 15 last week. All the opportunities there. 
no Juju, no Hardman. We'll see about Juju, by the way, this week. That was a pretty nasty concussion. He has a history of him. Tony gets hurt like 10 snaps into the game. I mean, oh, oh, I don't know how you trust him going forward. MVS doesn't do anything in that game, as I have already mentioned. Um, Justin Watson, uh, Sky Moore caught five passes. a boy. a baby. Good job, Sky. Um, the one guy I do want to point out here is Isaiah Pacheco. Last week on this podcast, Ross, I said he was going to run for 100 yards against the Chargers. I might also said he was going to run for a touchdown. But I did say he was going to run for 100 yards, and he did. This is another good matchup, or a decent matchup against the Rams with the way the Chiefs offensive line is playing. Pacheco's, the problem with Pacheco, by the way, Clyde edwards lawyer has a high ankle sprain. All of his touches are empty calories. He doesn't score touchdowns. He hasn't scored since week one. And he's caught three passes all year. But the Chiefs are 14 and a half point favorites. If there is a game for Isaiah Pacheco to get 20 carries, you are looking at it. He ran for 100 yards last week, and he still scored just 10.7 fantasy points. But this is a matchup for Isaiah Pacheco to maybe get in the box, score a touchdown, put up some big numbers based on how big the favorites the Chiefs are. If you want to watch every guy that gets in the box every Sunday, you got to get NFL Red Zone, and you should do it on Sling Blue Plus Sports Extra. Sling is really easy to set up, crazy easy to use, and now you can try it for half off. Just visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. Watch every touchdown live every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. For a limited time, get Sling Blue and add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Regular 46, now only 23. So you get the best deal on Red Zone so you can catch all the touchdowns at the lowest price with Sling TV. Visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. Who- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are you signing up for in this Saints-Niners battle, Joe? Yeah, Andy Dalton played pretty well last week um, against the Rams. But, you know, the Rams are the Rams are dead in the water. And the 49ers are the exact opposite of that right now. The 49ers are one of uh, – eh, I don't want to write the Vikings off yet, but they're one of four teams in the NFC. Well, you can talk me into Tampa, too. So never mind that. But the 49ers look like a real contender. Um Chris Olave just gets open, man. I mean, uh, you start him every. I, I, I'm I'm getting quite frankly sick of seeing Chris Olave in questions. Like, I mean, what else do you need to see? He's their only reliable wide receiver. He gets open against everybody. He burned Jalen Ramsey last week. Um, what else do you need to see from Chris Olave? Play Alvin Kamara for the Saints. Um, uh, Dennis Allen saying this week that they've kind of underutilized Taysom Hill. He, he's kind of fallen off the fantasy radar as a tight end option, and that's because Jawan Johnson's got five touchdowns in his last four games, who is a streamable tight end for the Saints. New Orleans is a 10.9.5, 10-point underdog in this game, though. Um, it looks like the 49ers are hitting their stride. I don't love this matchup from the Saints' perspective. 
What about the Niners? So the Niners are one of those teams you just got to play your guys. I mean, Brandon Ayuk. Now, here's the beautiful thing. I've said, I said last week, like, because the Niners aren't really like this high volume offense, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't Patrick Mahomes. Not everybody's going to come through. Well, what happened last week? Everybody you're playing for the 49ers came through. Debo scored a rushing touchdown. Ayuk scored two receiving touchdowns. Kittle scored two receiving touchdowns. McCaffrey caught seven passes. Even Elijah Mitchell, if you used him, had nine carries for 59 yards. The 49ers blew out the Cardinals and had a really impressive offensive showing. The Saints defense has had a lot of injuries, um, got burned by 2-2 Atwell last week. I'm not sure the Saints win that game last week if Matthew Stafford doesn't get hurt. Um, I think it's across the board with the 49ers. You just got to play all your guys every week because you cannot miss the blow-up game. And all of them are capable of it. Does it mean it's going to happen every week? No. As a matter of fact, most likely it's not going to happen every week. But these 49ers are so good on offense that you just got to play all your guys. Packers are in Philly Sunday night. You think that they're going to feed Aaron Jones and Dylan? I think they're going to feed Aaron Jones and Dylan. And, and, And otherwise, I mean, what else do you do against this Eagle defense? Because, Ross... How impressed were you as a lineman how Linval Joseph and Domicon Sue got off their couch and were like, not just like, hey, you know, for guys getting off their couch, they were all right. No, they were like good for the Eagles. They were like good. How impressive as a was player, that? As a player, we would laugh and call that, we'd, we we would nickname them Fresh Legs. No, They're all Fresh yeah. Legs. Well, Must be nice. Yeah, yeah, they I haven't mean, been they haven't been banging for three months. <laughs> they just they got fresh legs. So that oh I know, that, I know I've a lot seen about that movie not banging before. Us. Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot about not banging. So I can uh, I can tell you about <laughs> I can tell you about fresh legs. Uh, but no, Limbaugh Joseph and Domicon Sue, critical players in them. And the other thing that's going to be great for Philadelphia is that's going to help keep Fletcher Cox, who's been playing way too many snaps, help him. It's going to help Javon Hargrave. So this is really going to be a trench warfare, as it always is with the Eagles. Like, the Eagles' offensive line's great. We know their defensive line's been up and down, but those fresh legs are helping them. Look, they're going to feed Aaron Jones. They're going to feed A.J. Dillon. The Eagles' pass rush. Aaron Rodgers, last week on Thursday night, I mean, he just left throws on the field. Bar none. Like, there's, there's guys who are running open. He's not throwing the ball. And if you are going to beat the Eagles. You're going to have to convert third downs. We saw Washington do it. And what was Washington doing? The Eagles were blitzing. Heineke, get the ball out quick. Matt Ryan, get the ball out quick. The Rodgers I have seen in recent weeks has not been that guy. He's been indecisive. He's been um, he's been holding the ball too long. He's been taking sacks. He's been leaving throws on the field. You know, that style is not going to work against this Eagle defense. So I expect they're going to come out and run the ball. It's a tough matchup for Christian Watson. It is. I know he's been – you can't bench Christian Watson right now. He's got five touchdowns in his last few games. But Bradbury, Slay, hell, even in the slot, they put Christian Watson. The, the Eagles' backup slot corner, Josiah Scott, has played some really good football. So this is a tough matchup across the board for the Packers receiving group. Um 
but Aaron Rodgers is going to have to play fundamentally different football than he's played the last couple of weeks, or at least last week against the Titans, if the Packers are going to have a shot to score a lot of points against this Eagle defense. The Eagles offensively, they're not quite clicking, Joe. Jalen Hurts no. had to go back to the ground. Yeah, so you know, I was listening to Greg Cosell talk about that, and he's like, you know, for the Eagles coaches, that's a really nice thing that they can fall back on if they're not able to establish a rhythm otherwise. And I think they were really kind of grasping without Dallas Goddard. Their tight ends caught just one pass in that game. Uh, uh, I think uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith saw a combined 70% of their targets, which I would expect to continue uh, against Green Bay. Um, did I don't know, Ross, did you see the criticism that, oh, Jalen Hurts on that game-winning drive, the Eagles didn't trust them? Like, you know, like it was... No, that's was, stupid. They just... I, they want, I think they wanted to run clock, and, and they thought that Jalen running would be successful. Yeah, I, you know, I, and I also see the other side where, like, they're snapping with, like, 15 seconds left on the play clock. If they're running clock, why are they doing that? I think you can make qualms about running three straight times with Boston Scott in the red zone. But, like, I don't know. If your quarterback can make plays with his legs, isn't that trusting him? It's a little weird to me. I, I think Jalen Hurts – has played pretty well. And if that's what constitutes a bad game for Jalen Hurts, then the Eagles are going to pay him a lot of money. That, 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 that's the way I look at it. Um, the fact that he's back and you know that the ground game can be a huge factor elevates him back to being that kind of elite fantasy option. As well as he has played as a thrower this year, it was the lack of ground game production that's kind of knocked him down from the fantasy option he was last year. That right. ground game was back against the Colts last week. Um. Last but not least, we got, speaking of those Colts, they host the Steelers. You know, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens did some good things, but the Steelers' defense didn't show up. No, and, you know, Kenny Pickett's another guy who, he's been getting a lot of criticism. And, you know, when I watch Kenny Pickett and I compare him, not to pile on Zach Wilson, but when I compare him to somebody like Zach Wilson, it just looks like Kenny Pickett has infinitely more of a clue what he's doing than Zach Wilson does. And... That doesn't mean he's played well. That doesn't mean he's had great stats. But it just feels like there's something there with Kenny Pickett. Um, And he's going to have to do it this week, though, because we saw it. uh, Jalen Hurts ran all over the Colts. I don't know if I hold a quarterback running the way he Hurts did against the team's run defense. The Colts' run defense shut down the Eagles' run game. As a matter of fact, the Colts over... The last three weeks, after over the last five weeks, have given up the second fewest non uh, second fewest yards before contact of any non running back run uh, and non quarterback runs in the NFL. So they are getting at the point of attack and they are blowing up the run game. And as good as Najee Harris is, that I think you can make the argument Najee Harris has looked as good as he has the last two games as he has at any point in the NFL. I don't know what happened over the bye. Maybe he got healthier. Maybe he had a wake-up call about, hey, dude, you weigh 245 pounds. Put your foot down and go forward. I don't know what it is, but this is a different Najee Harris. The problem for Najee Harris, even if Jalen Warren misses this game, it's a bad matchup on the ground. I think he's going to have to do it through the air uh, if Najee Harris is going to come through as an RB2 in this game. Colts run defense is legit. Uh, what about the Colts offensively? Um, Matt Ryan's getting the ball out quickly. That has really benefited Paris Campbell. The Steelers are really good in the slot. Um, they shut down Tyler Boyd last week. But, you know, they they didn't make plays on the perimeter. 
which which is a problem. You know, T. Higgins went for 148. Samaje Pirine scores three receiving touchdowns. You're obviously playing Jonathan Taylor, and I think you're playing Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell in this matchup. Uh, uh, Ryan getting the ball out quickly has really benefited this passing game. Interested to see this one on Monday night. Check him out on social media at FG underscore Dolan. I am at Ross Tucker NFL. That is all you need to know from a fantasy perspective in every single game. The show that's so nice, we do it twice, fantasypoints.com. The code, of course, is 22FEAST. Have a terrific holiday, everybody. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the football. We'll talk to you next week. I think we're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.